Welcome to Cautious Optimism, an infertility podcast. We are three friends eternally bonded by our individual heartaches with infertility. Join us each week as we discuss the ups and downs that often accompany the road to parenthood. Here's to hoping for the best and being cautiously optimistic about the future. Welcome back. What's our what's our podcast called again? I don't remember. <laughs> Welcome back to the Cautious Optimism <laughs> Podcast. It's been quite a while since we've been all together and we have all really missed it. We've spent the last hour and a half catching up. We yeah. should have been recording this whole time. So we're just gonna listen to it. Yes, yeah, so we're so excited. We're finally all three together again. I think it's been since December. Does that sound right? That we've all been together or even before then? Well, I think it was October that we recorded oh, that's because, true. right? It was before you had a before the baby. Before the yes, babe. that's true. So we have a lot to catch up on and we appreciate all of you who are still here with us. Yeah. We have not forgotten about you. <laughs> Genuinely, I think we all feel a bit guilty because yeah. mm-hmm. we think about this community a lot and I know I do and genuinely offer prayers for those who relate to this community because we all know why we're here. Yeah and I think it's been hard too because we all want to put our whole hearts into the podcast and it's like we talk about it'd be so nice if this was all we got to do you know it's like we everyone has their lives and things go on and things happen I mean Karen has been gone for a few months she was living her best life in Puerto Rico and we were all jealous while we were in the snow watching her (laughs) at the beach but so she's back now so that's great but yeah I think we we really do want to keep this alive the best you know the best that we can and we might not be here as often, but when we are here, we'll be here with all of ourselves just to be yes. focused and give you our, our best. So, yeah. Thanks for tuning in again. I know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we're a little rusty probably, but it's fine. Yes. So, but we're very excited because we kind of left on a cliffhanger. A cliffhanger. Yes. And we want to hear from Carly today. Um, last you heard from her, Carly was sharing her experience through pregnancy and how there were some challenges that she had received that miracle of pregnancy that she thought she would never get. And then, you know, working through some of those unmet expectations and we're going to pick up from there and see how the rest of her experience has been. I, I feel like I'm so nervous to share this, just like I was at that last episode. I think you guys had to kind of twist my arm a little bit, like, no, we need to talk about it. But just because I never thought I'd be the person sharing this story. Um, but no, I, I don't even really know what to say. I just, my baby boy made it here safely. I've kind of maybe referenced it here and there in some of the other episodes I've I've put up. But yeah, it was it was just an awesome experience. I'm so thankful. And I could cry just thinking about it because I just look at him today. I mean, he's almost seven months and I just cannot imagine how he made it to me. Like, I just don't know because everyone, if you follow the podcast, you know, my chances were pretty much a big fat zero out of so many eggs and so many tries. There was just nothing that worked, but no, it's been just so surreal and so such a blessing. And I'm just so thankful. And also, I feel guilt too. You know, we Mother's Day was recent recently um and I actually was talking to Karen at church and I was just like it's just such a weird weird day because 
so many of, I'm sure many of our listeners' Mother's Days are so hard and you just dread it because it's like, here I am, another Mother's Day without what I've been praying for. Um, And then to like have a Mother's Day where all I've prayed for is here, but then to feel so deeply like the pain of what I felt for so long. It's like these two contradicting emotions of joy and like sorrow because you just don't forget, you know, how that feels. But ultimately, I'm just so thankful and just I would, I mean, I just, I have no words. I really don't. I just can't believe that I'm here and that he's here and he's healthy and safe. And I'm just on my knees in prayer every night, just thankful beyond, beyond, you know, words. It's just, it's been awesome and hard and challenging and everything in the book. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like it's, Carly was very nervous to share this update. And I think that shares a lot about who she is because she just wants to be so compassionate to others and but I know a lot of people are so eager to hear about him and how it went and sharing that joy um I think at least for me as I've been in this community and now it's almost like am I in it am I not in it like I don't know it's been this weird place that I'm like now I'm I have I have my my son and my daughter here and I'm like okay do I, how do I connect to this in the same way that I used to afterwards? It's a complicated place that I felt like I'm trying to navigate because I have so much compassion and sympathy and empathy and all the feelings for people who are going through it still, but I'm not in the thick of it like I was. And so it's like, sometimes I think we've talked about it before a little bit, like you almost don't want to pop your happy bubble because it is hard to remind you of those triggers and those emotions. But I think it's also like holding that compassion and and understanding for everything you've gone through and knowing that you can still hold hands with those who are struggling, even if we're not in that same space. We still want to connect. We still want to be here. We still want to rejoice with you when you're happy, we want to mourn with you when you're sad. And I just know for me, I'm trying to navigate that with compassion for others, but also grace for myself and joy for myself. So I'm trying to kind of hold space for both. And I hope that you, we can allow others to do the same. I really like that. Yeah. I couldn't agree more because I have been guilty of at times wanting to separate myself from Mm -hmm. this theme or maybe community too because you feel like you want to protect that moment of pure joy and happiness and free from that fear that can be so paralyzing. Mm -hmm. But I think it's possible to kind of weave in and out and have that freedom to be there and to be there for others, but not have to know exactly. It was interesting. One of our mutual friends, I remember a year and a half ago, sharing sadness that she couldn't connect to us about this topic and the pain we've gone through. And then I remember in that very moment thinking, there's still so much life ahead of all of us we don't Mm -hmm. know what we're going to be faced with and that same friend has experienced some very challenging things that I myself am feeling inadequate to be there for her and it's just 
I think all of us, it's just wise to think, you know, there's a lot of life ahead and a lot of challenges, whether they relate to infertility or motherhood or anything. And it's just great to have the tools that we, you know, work hard to acquire and utilize in our lives. But anyway, I just appreciate that sentiment because I, I too on Mother's Day had a little breakdown and my sweet mm-hmm. husband said he tried so hard to make it special. And I was just like, you know what, Stephen, I think I need to be honest with myself that I'm going to have some hard moments. Mm-hmm. Probably there's just a lot there. And I didn't even know what what was happening, but it's just like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. And just anniversaries and things. It's like we unfortunately have a lot of them. Yeah. Sad and good ones. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. But Carly, I want to hear just from being a new mom and all the new experiences Mm -hmm. and sweet, sweet baby Hayes, just maybe some wins that, cause we all like to celebrate your wins, but then maybe some challenging things Mm -hmm. that you didn't expect. Or I think you so well, you say it so well in unmet expectations. So Just whatever you feel comfortable sharing. Well, I just love what you guys both talked about. First off, just I feel like there's like an identity crisis. And I know we've talked about like imposter syndrome too Mm -hmm. before. Like how can I step into this new role that I never thought I would be in? Or Mm -hmm. how do I step back into a role that I was in for so long, but it was a painful role, right? Mm -hmm. Like I just think it's – I love what you said about weaving back and forth. And there'll be times in our life when we'll be very present for – those who need us in because we walked that road before or, you know. On this podcast. Yeah, on this Sometimes podcast when we show present. up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, we kinda, we're off for a minute. But, um, but yeah, I think it's it's been a ride. I think that no one can really prepare you for it. And I kind of think I thought, oh, like I'll have this baby and it's going to fix everything, which I kind of feel like I knew it wouldn't, but I had the expectation that all my issues, like I'm not going to have any mental struggles. Like I'm just going to be on cloud nine. It doesn't matter if my baby's hard or if he's perfect, like it's going to be the best. And it was really tough. Like I'll be honest. And I, I don't, I, I, ugh, I like hate saying that because putting myself in my own shoes, like two years ago, hearing someone say it was, it's so hard. I would be like, you have a flipping baby. Like, I don't want to hear your sob story. Like that was my attitude. And I, that's why it's hard for me to share this because I just don't want to hurt anyone. This can make me cry. Um, but I think we've talked about like, there is just still hard. Like there's always hard, no matter where we're at in our lives. Like the first few months of having a baby, like it was really challenging. Like I had some really dark days. Like I was like, so felt so guilty because I'm like, this is such a prayed for long for blessing. Why can I not be happy? And it's because I was exhausted. You know, I mean, it's just no one prepares you for those feelings. And Mm -hmm. I just don't think anyone really can because your experience is just going to be different. But um, so yeah, that was kind of the thing I struggled with just like expectations of being like, oh, my happiness is going to skyrocket. And then I kind of plummeted a little a few times because I just didn't have control over my emotions. You know, you're, it's just so, it's such a new place to be. And I was just so comfortable in my infertile life that I knew how to handle it. And I knew how to have the joy and to, you know, still be optimistic. But when you're so tired and you're dealing with this new thing and 
things aren't what you thought they were. It was, it was hard sometimes, but I can say overall the feeling of joy was what, you know, overshadowed everything. Like I was just so grateful and I still am that I am getting to experience this. And Jordan and I would just lay down at night and we'd just be like, like, we still do it. Like, can you believe this? Like that we get to wake up and multiple times a night and hear her screaming baby and not know what to do. Like, I think that's, it's a pinch me moment, even when it was so hard and it still is so hard. I feel like I just have to remind myself, like, I'm so thankful that I get to go and take care of a baby. Like, because for so many years I was like, I don't know if I'll ever get to experience that. So I'm thankful for the hard and the good and all of it. But yeah, I just think it's important to acknowledge that wherever anyone's at in their motherhood journey, whether you're doing treatments right now, whether you're pregnant, whether you're not sure if you ever will be pregnant. I just think there is hard in your life and it is valid. You know, you're Mm -hmm. justified for whatever hard you're experiencing. Yeah. That's so well put Carly. I feel like, I feel like we all have that, you know what I mean? And I feel like we can all relate to that in one way or another. And unmet expectations happen across the board. And I know as I've navigated my own, I've tried to just give myself permission to like, I don't know, feel the feelings, but like, I don't know. It's hard for me because I'm a planner and my mom gave me a pillow once. I think I've talked about it on this podcast before. Life is all about how you handle plan B. And it's been interesting as I have navigated some times in my life when plans haven't gone according (laughs) and just trying to grow with them and allow them. I'm really in this place where I'm trying to just allow things to happen in my life and let them come and then release them because I feel like so much of my issue with um, infertility was I wanted control and I couldn't have control at all. And I think I'm learning this lesson from God over and over and over again. And I've just recently kind of had this epiphany of like, I will never be able to control what happens to me. I will never be able to control what happens to my kids. I will never be able to control what happens to my family. So I need to just let it flow through me and be like, hi, okay, I am sending this back out if it doesn't serve me. I am letting it stay with me if I need it to, but I'm trying to, I'm not good. I'm not perfect (laughs) at it, but I'm trying to just allow it to just flow through. And instead of making myself feel bad that I have these unmet expectations or good because the expectations were met, I just feel like it's life and we can come from a place of just allowing allowing us to know that life happens, good and bad, for everyone across the board. You'll never meet someone in your life who's all had good. You'll never meet someone in your life who's all had bad. And I'm just trying to learn that lesson. But um, I don't know if this is tying in at all, but this is what's coming into my mind right now. And I guess it's just along with unmet expectations, just allowing myself to feel that and let it flow from me and just release it. I think it's so great. And I think so many can resonate with that. And with that idea of knowing there will be good and there will be hard, 
at every stage of life and just refraining as much as we can from comparing like our friend thinking, oh, like you guys have been through so much harder things. And then to see that same friend going through really hard things and knowing we'll go through hard things in the future, you know, and just not compare. And I think it's good to be aware and sensitive. And I love how Carly is so so aware of this community and Mm -hmm. cautious with our messages and our words because they can hurt we all know we've all been hurt by them deeply um but just also knowing the same pain we felt a couple years ago may look very different now but that doesn't invalidate any of it Mm -mm. it's so funny y'all share that just today alone I think I cried three different times for three very different reasons yeah (laughs) I'm not a huge crier I'm sensitive but I'm not a crier so it's just funny that today ironically is a you know one of those missed due dates that break your heart my very first uh, baby was supposed to be born May 19th and it still hurts, even though I'm so thick in raising two beautiful, wild little boys. We were just showing videos and laughing, and I think I cried about not having enough sleep or enough energy. <laughs> and then, anyway, and then I think I also cried holding my Luca and just that sheer, pure gratitude mm. of oh my goodness, how is this real? Like Carly Mm -hmm. says, and we all just feel so grateful, but then very, very aware of what we've gone through to be here and how we would do it all again. And maybe we'll have to do more. Who knows? And it's just, it's all valid. I think I'm learning um, to just be present in every moment yeah. <laughs> why do I always cry I'm the crier it's not fair no. <laughs> I cry the most okay you can claim you know call me the crier because I am um, the but no I was just gonna say I feel like I'm just learning to be present in every moment because mm-hmm. tomorrow isn't promised and I yeah. feel like in my adult life I'm just so much more aware of that when you hear you know someone pass away tragically or a baby is a stillborn or you know just tragic awful things happen and Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us probably think oh my gosh like I'm just so thankful that didn't happen to me but then we all have our own traumatic things that have happened to us and so I just am learning like I just want to be present every moment because I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring and I don't know what the future holds or what hard challenges might be ahead and I do want to just like be in this blissful bubble like I just Mm -hmm. don't even want to think about the next phase of my life, you know, or when I want to try again to have another, if I get the opportunity to try again to have another baby, that sounds so daunting and scary. But, you know, I think we just need to just be grateful for every moment, wherever we're at in our life. You know, it's just, it's, Mm -hmm. that's sometimes that's hard though. I think that's hard too, you know, because we always want to know what's next or, you know, what do I need to plan for or look forward to or what do we call that? The foreboding, what's it called? The foreboding joy. What's that thing we were talking about earlier? Oh, did you, no. A foreboding joy. I 
thought for Boarding Joy was like Is always that thinking the, the next bad thing's going to happen because the shoe's going to drop. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I have that. <laughs> I have that all the time. No, I think that's a, like a aftermath of that infertility. Because yeah. yeah. like, I think I said to Jordan all the time, I'm like, this is like just too good to be true right now. And he's yeah. like, would you stop saying that? And I'm like, but like, we just, we just don't know. So yeah. I just, I'm just learning to just love every moment I, I'm mm-hmm. blessed to have on this earth, you know, and <laughs> just with yeah. our families and people we love because you just don't know. So Mm-hmm. I know. I get it. I think, I think that I have been so grateful for the people in my life and for you and for the people here who have shown up and held my hand through these trials. And I think that that's why we started this podcast. And we want you guys to know that like we're here in all of those moments with you through the unmet expectations, through the bliss. Because I think that, like, there are moments where we get that respite from the storm. And I think we can take take, um, take the, the peace and the, and the happiness for a moment. I think that it's earned in some way. And so wherever that finds you, if it's for 15 minutes getting, you know, a jam out session. I don't know, you know, in your car, when you're driving, I don't know. Sometimes I remember I would be in my car in the middle of IVF and I just like to listen to music. I've talked about that a lot on this podcast. Music is the way that I connect with, you know, a lot of emotions and my feelings. And I would be like jamming out to music and I'm like, wait, I'm like in the middle of IVF right now, or I just had a miscarriage or, but I'm like, you know what? I deserve to have happy moments too. And I just encourage everybody to look for those moments, but also to allow yourself to feel those hard moments. And it's okay to let yourself feel the feelings and not try to dismiss them. Because I think so often we try to be like, I shouldn't feel this way because this happened, or I shouldn't do this because... I like that comparison game. Like I remember when I first started my IVF journey, I was like, I had a friend who'd been doing it for seven years and I just started and I was like, I can't be sad because she's been in it this much longer. But it was like, that was so hard for me, you know, when I got that diagnosis and we're at different places now and we each have our different hearts now. And so I just... I I hope that you find yourself knowing that you have love and we're sending you love and we hope that you can find those moments of peace, but also we're with you in those moments of sorrow. Absolutely. And we love to hear what's going on in your journey. We've made a lot of friends through this podcast and online friends and we love to celebrate your wins and your happy things and we also like to hear the hard things and to be there for you so thank you for those who continue to share with us and we hope that in sharing carly's update and baby boy update um and those kinds of wins are inspiring and hopeful and um encouraging in a world that can be really hard and so we're all here continuing to pray and hope for your wins as well
thanks for tuning in to Cautious Optimism. Find us on Instagram at Cautious Optimism Podcast. Send us a message, leave us a review, and don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And most importantly, keep hoping for the best and stay cautiously optimistic about the future. 